0: I'm Andrea. And I'm Brandy. And we're Sarcastic in Suburbia, discussing life's everyday annoyances with laughter and sarcasm. Hello, everyone. I just wanted to start with a little disclaimer. We had some technical difficulties, um, and we had to rely on our Skype audio, which is not near as good as our normal audio. So we apologize. You'll hear some strangeness. It kind of sounds like Brandy's been drinking because she sounds like she's a little bit slurred. Um, I can attest she was in fact not drinking. And um, it's just the way that the audio was. So sorry about that. But we feel like An episode with eh, audio is better than a Wednesday without us. You know what I'm saying? I hope you enjoy this episode. As always, we do this for you. Make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, share. We want more listeners like you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for listening every single week. Have a great rest of your week. Stay safe. Until next time welcome back
1: we're back with a vengeance
0: yes we are we're back and someone is another year older yay but another year wiser so they say
1: yeah i don't know about that but i am older as you age
0: it's starting to match like your personality or the things you like to do? Like, do you feel like with age you're like, yeah, I'm definitely like I'm becoming older in that the things that I like to do.
1: Well, I think we've already figured that out that I'm like an old person. I've been an old person. I think my whole life, an old soul. Okay. They say that. I think that's like a cool way of saying that. I think I'm just old. I don't think there's an age that I'll reach that
0: will describe me like and be like, oh, yeah, I'm finally like I, it finally matches. You know what I mean? Like, I feel let's say I feel 40 and I am 40. Like, I don't think that's ever going to happen to me. I have felt 40 no.
1: since I was 23. Yeah. see. And I'm like an old person, but I don't feel old. So like I feel like I'm young, but I like do things that old people do. I don't know if Ooh. that makes sense. Okay. All right. Fine. Let's
0: let's see if we can list some things when you say I do things that old people do, okay, one popped in my head immediately and I'm gonna show it to you. Okay. This is what I currently have on my back. Are you ready? <laughs> is that it's this I got duped on Facebook and there was this ad for this like lumbar support thing that popped up and like you do stretch you put it on the ground and like do stretches on it and like realign your spine and then you sit it in your chair and it helps you sit up right like if that's not old lady that I purchased it and I use it and love it what else is there to say about being an old lady Well, probably nothing. I mean, that's that's old person. I took a padded seat. I mean, I'm sitting in a padded seat right now, and I took it with me on our um, road trip because I knew that my butt and my tailbone would
1: start to hurt. Like, yeah. I am old. Yeah. See, and I feel like it's more like my oldness is more like a mindset. So like hip things that people like, I'm a curmudgeon about, or like the hot new thing. Well, I'm kind of uh, well, yeah. I depends on like Netflix shows, like TV shows. It kind of depends, but there are some things that I'm like, no, I will not do that. Like I when Twilight was a thing, I like refused to read Twilight until like the movies came out, and then I was like. Ugh, fine and then i was obsessed with them but oh, i don't know like things that people think are cool i'm just like eh, it takes too much work maybe nice. I, maybe i'm just lazy maybe i'm not old i'm just lazy no i don't think it is i think you're um i think you like
0: challenge the like everyday norms which is different than being an old lady like i phys like for me it's about like physically i physically am old like i have a butt cushion and a lumbar uh, support thing in my back. And I wake up and when I walk, I sound like I'm a glow stick. That's just popping everywhere. Uh, My back always hurts. I'm always tired. Like for me, it's like a physical thing that I feel old, not like as in like trends.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: And I would take your kind of old over mine because I like, my body tells me that I'm old. So that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that is a problem. Um, I can't believe this, but we're at the end of June, which seems wild that this it is makes, where we already are.
1: It makes no sense.
0: It doesn't then. make any sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Sports has started up again. Things are somewhat back to normal, but again, we talked about that last week. We don't know how long that will last, but like for you, you're in the middle of summer with three kids at home. What are you, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing to keep them entertained and what are you doing like every day? Like what's been your focus?
1: I'm not very good at entertaining my children. Like I just, I'm not one of those parents that's like, okay, we're going to do, a craft and then we're going to do this and you're going to help me make muffins and we're going to do like I'm not a entertainer and so my kids are fairly good about entertaining themselves Um, so I just get done what I need to get done and I should be better about like planning activities out for them I just don't like a summer skills workbook we've been working through I have not made my kids do
0: anything that have to do with school and I really like this is my jump start to myself that I need to start because they need every summer I make them do some type of weekly tutoring and which I feel like has helped them but of course this year with coronavirus we're not doing that and I didn't want to do it over Zoom because I just feel like it that just defeats the purpose. I like for them to get out and like see a teacher and and be able to connect in that way. So we're not doing it this year. I haven't even been making my kids read and that's so bad. I need it's seriously like it's all my thing my thing to do. Like they need to at least be reading 30 minutes a day. That's not too much to ask.
1: Yeah I need to be better about making them read. We've been okay with reading at, at night but I need to be making them read. I have been making them do their summer workbook every now and again.
0: Yeah, I haven't been doing that either. I need to. You're reminding me that I need to. I feel kind of like you. So I'm not a, a big entertainer of entertaining my kids. Um, but because me and Georgia are both still working from home full time, it's not like like I'm in my room, which is my office, all day long. All day. This is what I'm doing. I'm at my desk. If my kids need me, I'm at my desk. And so it's hard because by the time I'm off work, I don't want to start being like, okay, so what did you guys do today? Like, I don't want to like lay the hammer down. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm tired. Yeah. Like, I, I'm. We're done with work. Like now we can either go outside, go to the pool, figure out what we're going to make for dinner, do laundry. Like, I don't want to be like, show me your work for the day. No, I don't want to do it. It's so annoying. When we were kids... In the summer, first of all, by the time I was my son's age, I already had a job. I had already been working for years. But at my daughter's age, my mom would leave us a blank map. My sisters are going to be like, oh, my gosh, I remember this. She would leave us a blank map every single day. There would be a blank map with our names on it on the table. And when she left for work, we had all day to be able to fill out the states and the capitals. All day we had it. It would never fail. It'd be like 4.15. We know she's on her way. would be like filling it all out. And again, that was like before the internet would just show you all of the states and the capitals. It was different. So we had to sit down and do it. It was so annoying. But we know all of our states and capitals. I don't know why we needed to concentrate on that so hard. But it sucked. I hated it. <laughs> it was bad. That's funny. Every day. That's it was like, funny. why do we need to do this? And, and honestly, you know what it was? One, she couldn't stay at home and entertain us the way I can't with my kids. And two, it must have made her feel like I made them do something. They probably ate, you know, chips and, and drank soda in their beds all day, but at least they did their state capitals. Like, I guess that's good enough.
1: Yeah, I didn't do any kind of schoolwork type stuff in the summer. I mean, I really didn't even read until I was fourth or fifth grade, really for fun I didn't read for fun until I was older and so mm-hmm. I'm sure it's fine I'm, it'll be fine like they'll be fine I'm hoping they're, they're, they're gonna be fine I mean obviously
0: this is not make or break by any means okay so if you weren't doing schoolwork what did you do all summer when you were your kids age what did you do did your parents stay home did you go to a babysitter's what did you do
1: uh, my mom stayed home, and we just swam all day long. So we had swim team practice in the morning, and then um, my sisters were younger, so they usually had, um, like, swim lessons in the afternoon. So my mom would just pack us a lunch, and we'd go down there. Sometimes I'd go down there for some team practice by myself, and then she would show up with my sisters, and we would literally stay there till 4, 4.30.
0: Okay, so it's not like you were sitting on your butt doing nothing.
1: No, no. We were, I mean, we were doing stuff all the time. Uh, I was either at my friend's house or we were swimming. I, I mean, literally every day. We just spent all day swimming.
0: Yeah. I remember my friends who I had at the lake would be on their swim team. And I think the part that, I mean, I never... I wouldn't want to do it because it was first thing in the morning, but I also feel like that's why parents wanted their kids to do it because they knew they weren't going to sleep in or be in bed all day. Like you physically can't do that. So that's why I think a lot of parents liked swimming or doing swim team through um, the city or whatever, but we probably spent four days a week at the neighborhood, not neighborhood, but the city pool. Like we were there every day. We were so tan, like so tan. We spent all day there. We would like, my mom would give us enough money to have like a mini pizza and like a Laffy Taffy. Like I still remember, like there are songs that I hear now, especially '90s songs that remind me specifically of a time where I was at the city pool. Like we spent all summer there for years. Um, What's that? What is that? Um, Cruising down the freeway in hot, hot sun. How bizarre. That song. I remember that song playing over and over and over at the pool. And still when I hear it, like I think of like me and my sister being in matching plaid bikinis because I had a. I had a red one and my sister had a green one because why not? We're 18 months apart. We should definitely have the same swimsuit. I don't understand this line of thinking. And we would hear that song and see people at the same people every single day at the pool. That's all we did all summer long.
1: Yeah, we had a, um, so our swim team schedule would be, I think it was like nine. They split them into two groups. So it was like the older kids and the younger kids. And then Wednesdays was our um, swim meet. We were always on Wednesdays. And then um, Fridays was when you got your ribbons from Wednesday. And then we would always play like a game during swim team practice. So we would do like sharks and minnows or some kind of like swimming game. Or they'd make us swim across the lake. And then a lot of times they'd, like, grill hot dogs and, I don't know, it was fun. I hated racing, though. Like, I hated competing. And not even, like, the competition part of it. It's just I was not good at sprinting. I was not good at swimming fast. I could swim across the lake forever. Like, I was a long-distance swimmer, but they just didn't have that kind of event so oh well the rest of it was fun
0: I remember being a kid and being so jealous of the lake kids like so jealous because they spent all of their time together and it was like this unspoken like bond like this is our and again no one made me feel this way this is the way I took it it was like like this is our crew we have the same swimsuits we do the same thing every day and I was just like like I guess I'm never going to be a part of that like it was just so defeating like I remember being so jealous of it especially around 4th of July and the lake would have their 4th of July party and I would just be so jealous that everybody like, that's what they did. Like, everyone else would be like, oh, what are you doing for 4th of July? What are you doing for 4th of July? And then everybody at the lake, it was like, a, duh, we're going to be at the lake for the 4th of July. Like, it was just such a big deal. Like, in my mind, again, no one made me feel this way. In my mind, I, like, hyped it up into something that it probably wasn't, but made me feel so inferior. And I, oh, I was so jealous that we were not like kids.
1: Well, <laughs> let me break it down. Um, I was a light kid, but I was not a light kid. Like I was not a part of their elite group. Like I was just there. And then fourth. Oh, I loved like as a kid, fourth of July, because it's like a whole week of things. You'd get like literally a book in your mailbox with all the events going on. And it was a week worth of stuff. Literally my favorite week out of the entire year. And now as an adult, I can't stand to be there for 4th of July, if I'm being honest. There's too many people. There's so many, like, obnoxious, like, 20-year-olds. And just, like, it's not even people that live there. It's just somehow there's just all these people. And it's not how it was when I was a kid, which... Obviously, I think everyone says that. Like, it's just not as, it's not the same. It's not as good. So, you're not missing out on anything. As a kid, you might have been
0: because it was
1: really fun. Yeah. And I remember you sharing the picture.
0: I remember you sharing the picture last year of you dressed up as a firework. Do you remember?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Man, parade. Yeah. I loved all of it. But the older I got, the less I liked all of that. And I think it was because, like, I wasn't this popular person who partied. So I didn't fit in with that group of people. And I'm not, like, outgoing. So I'm not just going to be like, hey, guys. I'm your neighbor. Hey. Who are all your cool
0: friends? Or, like, the kind of person that always goes up to people and be like, so what are you guys talking about? So what are you guys talking about? It's like, I'm not doing that. I'm That's so awkward. I don't know what to say. Like if someone includes me in a conversation, like, oh yeah, Andrea, like blah, blah, blah No problem. But I'm not going to be like, so what's going on? What's, what's going on here? What are you guys talking about? Like it's so, I'm too, that's too awkward. I, I do, I purposefully remove myself from awkward situations and that one, it makes me feel weird.
1: Yeah, I also was not one of those people that was like in my bikini, like, Hey guys, like the life of the party, like Mm -hmm. not, not doing that.
0: Okay. Speaking of, I also wasn't the person and this will not shock you. I was not the person who ever wanted to play games. Like there are so many stories of people being young and being like, oh my gosh, remember playing truth or dare. Remember playing, um, spin the bottle. Remember playing these things. Anytime anyone would even bring up a game like that, I wanted to crawl into a hole and die. But I never wanted to be the person that's like, yeah, no, I don't really want to do that. Because, come on, what are you scared of? Just so, oh my, even again, like. Thinking about that makes me sweat. I hated stuff like that. I don't want to play spin. I don't want my first kiss to be someone who was forced to kiss me and then tell everybody how horrible it was.
1: Yeah, I I hated Truth or Dare because it's like, well, one, I'm not going to say truth because I don't want to tell you anything,
0: Mm -hmm. and Mm
1: -hmm. two, I'm definitely not doing a dare
0: yeah because all the dares
1: had something to do with something
0: embarrassing that's the whole point i'm yes. not gonna i'm not gonna take off all my clothes and jump in the lake that's not gonna happen it's never gonna yeah. happen
1: yeah no, like you might exactly. as well just
0: throw me in the lake and let me drown because i'm not doing that like nothing about that like i or or something that's going to make me throw up like i dare you to eat mud and then i'm like no i'm not I'm not eating
1: mud like that's not
0: happening
1: I I dare you to call your crush and then hang up on him. Right. Exactly. No, thank you.
0: Or they would do weird things like, um, If it was true, it'd be like, is it true that you like so-and-so and And it's the person who's sitting right next to you? You're like, why would you even do that? Like who are, why are people, why are kids so mean? Like, I don't understand if they knew that, if it was something that you talked about, like, oh, I kind of like this person. And then it got so big and so out of control. And it was like, is it true that you just told me tonight that you like this person? Why would you out me in truth or dare? Like, I don't understand. I thought we were friends.
1: I just was not cool. No, I, yeah, I think, I think kids are like that because it's like a dominant thing because if you're the dominant one and you're picking on other people, there's no room for anyone to pick on you.
0: Yeah, very true. And that's why I felt like the key to that was to stay quiet. But the truth is the people who did that, they had it down. If you continually Like point the finger at someone else, no one will ever point it at you. And it never, that never crossed my mind. I felt like if I was invisible, that everything would be fine. And that's not what happened because people see that and they like chew you up and spit you out. But I did not see it that way. So the people who were constantly the ones like, let's play a game. Let's do this. Let's do that. They were never the ones to suffer ever. It was always those of us who were quiet.
1: I don't know which one, where, where I'd want my kids to fall. Like, I don't want them to be the mean ones, obviously. But I'm like, it's so painful to be the quiet one. It is so painful. And I even felt sorry for my younger sister because she was a year and a half
0: younger than me. But she was so much braver than me and so much stronger than me. And I always, like, felt like I used her as a shield because her personality was so different than mine. And so I feel like she probably spent – our childhood like making me feel better a lot instead of like focusing on what she wanted to do because I was so painfully anxious about things like that like she'd be the one that's like I mean if you don't want to do it don't do it like she's just straight up about things like she wasn't mean but she was just like if you don't so what so they're not gonna be your friend who cares like it's fine and I was like no but I have to do it because they said blah 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 and she was just always like I don't care. No one's going to push me around. And I never felt like that. So she probably spent way too much of her time um, trying to save me and all of my <laughs> riddling anxiety.
1: Yeah, my um, Ava is like that, like your sister, like she's just very much like, oh, you're going to be mean to me. Fine. I want to play with you. Mm-hmm. Like she's just and it doesn't say it in a mean way. She's just like, OK, fine. I'm not playing like I'm mm-hmm. I'll go do something else. Like she is, she's independent and like, um, outgoing without being mean so far. <laughs> yeah. But she, I and mean, she just doesn't put up with people. She doesn't put up with mean people.
0: That's how Lisa is. Lisa is just like that. And I was so jealous of it. I was so jealous. I was like, how like to me it was something that I would learn that I thought I would learn that I was like okay yeah I see her be brave I can be brave I can tell people but I wouldn't or even volunteering like when I was younger oh Andrea will be on that club or Andrea will do that Andrea will I never was like oh actually I I'd rather not or I'm too busy and I would just like oh um I guess I could, and then before I knew it, it was went from helping to doing something completely because I could never stand up for myself. It was, I had such a hard time saying no, which is the reason why I think as an adult, I don't like to commit to things because... I don't say no, but I don't say yes. And I live in this gray area and it drives people nuts because it's like RSVPing. You should RSVP. That's the right thing to do. But I don't know how I'm going to feel that day. So I don't want to say yes and then feel badly when I don't go. But I don't want to say no and then make someone make me feel bad for not going. So I say maybe. We'll
1: see. I, especially in high school, I was always the pe- person that I just signed up for stuff that I wanted to do and, but I wasn't like, like walking around. I just remember being so self-conscious, like that was the most, and it wasn't, it wasn't even like I was self-conscious for myself. It was just that I was like so. So like everyone else scared me, I guess. I don't know. Like I was intimidated by everyone. And so I would just like like go where I needed to go. And but then I signed up for things that I just wanted to do. Like for some reason I was the boys tennis manager. Like I paid, I played tennis. But then during the boys season I was the boys tennis manager. Like for the most quiet introverted person like what was I thinking I mean I loved it maybe I just wanted to hang out with the guys (laughs) I don't know I really don't and I think about that now I'm like why did I how did I do that and why did I do that for as introverted as I was there were just things that I did like being on the newspaper like the school newspaper like I was just like okay I'll stand up for that
0: there were definitely things I, you know, I tried out for sports. It was, it's weird because again, for someone who was nervous about things, yes, it crossed my mind that I could end up like not making a team like that definitely crossed my mind, but it didn't stop me. So it's interesting the things that didn't stop me and the things that did. And if I really look back, the things that did stop me weren't coming from adults. They were always coming from my peers. So it wasn't like If a coach told me, okay, Andrea, you didn't make the team, I could live with that. But if a friend or someone who was my age, a peer, told me something negative, it's like I would die. So I just...
1: I mean, I was afraid to go to the bathroom in high school. (laughs) What did you think was going to happen? I was scared of upperclassmen. Like, they were always just so scary, And I think it was just because they were older and they were cooler and they just intimidated me. Like everyone, like the cool people were just so intimidating. And I think that was, I think, in my mind.
0: I get it. I I mean, I didn't like to go to the bathroom in school either. And I would like hold it all day, but I don't, I don't know. I already told I already if you have not heard the story, I'm not retelling it again. It's so embarrassing. You need to go back to another episode where I tell this story about the worst thing that ever happened to me in high school, which was a bathroom incident um that scarred me. And I'm not gonna talk about it again. But um I also avoided going to the bathroom, but I don't know if I did it because I was scared of the upperclassmen or I just didn't I think I was scared of like being late. Like I hated. Feeling like there was not enough time, like in passing period, like I'm gonna walk in a and everybody's already gonna be seated, and then it's just gonna be me walking in and everyone's gonna be looking at me. I think I was more scared of that than anything else, which just tells you everything you need to know about my personality.
1: I think I was just afraid that they were gonna be like, you know, how you've seen the movies, like they're like, oh hey, underclassmen, like you know, and just give me a hard time, which. I think the couple of times that I did go to the bathroom, that never happened. So I don't know what I was worried about. I, know. Uh, I was also worried about being late a little bit. I just, I was just very weird. Like I just liked getting into the classroom early, finding the perfect seat and then just like not talking to anyone, just sitting there. That's Brandy, not true. I remember certain classes. Certain classes. Uh, I
0: agree. I remember my, my freshman year, I was in geometry class with like really cool, again, air quotes, upperclassmen, which why were they taking geometry? I, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. I was a freshman. <laughs> they were juniors. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I, I reserve my judgment. But I should have known better and I should have sat. All the way in the back. And I didn't. I sat in the middle. Because I felt like that was like safety zone or whatever. But they sat directly behind me. And I spent every class wondering. Is my underwear showing? Is the tag out of my jeans? Can they see my love handles popping out over my pants? Like I spent the entire class period worried. What these people were thinking or saying about me. Because they were sitting behind me, like that's n- they probably weren't even saying anything about me because I didn't, I they didn't even know that I existed. Like I, w- how narcissistic to even think that they cared anything about me whatsoever.
1: I know, same's same'sies. It's, just, I, yeah, God,
0: that is yeah. so embarrassing. That's even putting myself back in that classroom. I'm like. And again, I mean, I could see so many things about these people who I was worried about judging me again, I will refrain, but I really thought whatever they thought about me was going to be the truth. Like, that's so
1: weird. Why do we do that? Well, and then I would have situations like that, like classes like that, where I would be so uncomfortable, but then I would go to band and be like chatting it up with everyone like all the upperclassmen and then like literally my freshman year hey can i be the boys tennis manager it was all upperclassmen there was like a couple of guys from my grade that were that played tennis it was all upperclassmen like so it just blows my mind like i don't even know what i was thinking at that time cuz there was just times where i was almost petrified to move in some classes and then others i was like what you know just like the life of the party Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know I do not understand my brain's thinking back then
0: okay the last thing I'll say because I don't even know how we went down this rabbit hole but the last thing I have to (laughs) ask you because I don't remember is another thing that I remember being nervous about was the parking situation in school like I didn't want to park next to someone who was super popular because I didn't want to have to walk out to my car with them or if they had a really nice car I didn't want my janky car next to them so when you were in high school and you turned 16 number one did you have to buy your own car number two did you drive and number three if you did what did you drive to high school
1: um my I drove my mom's old car she got a a blazer remember the blazers like a chevy blazer it was like one of the first yes. like suv um and but then she, so i drove her 84 chevy celebrity which david used to make fun of me all the time he's like that's a grandma car because his grandma had the same car um <laughs> you know what's so funny is when my mom drove that car I hated that thing. I was like, oh, you get a new car, like a van or an SUV or something. And then she finally did. And I loved driving that thing around. You know what was the most, um, the scariest thing for me, probably? Well, no, not, it just depended on the year, but lunch. Ugh. Like my whole freshman year, I, I ate nothing but p- peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and Cool Ranch Doritos. Because that's the only you could only take cold lunch out into the commons area to eat, and like the my two friends that were in that lunch period only ate in the commons. I missed an entire year of hot lunches, and I'm still mad at myself about it because I love school lunches.
0: Oh my gosh, that's funny. Well, I did not love school lunch. I was cold lunch every single day, no matter what. But there was also There was also anxiety with that because that meant while everyone was in line, I was sitting by myself, which I did not do well with. Like, why did I care so much about now? I, Brandy, I love to be alone. I'm like, this is great. Eating lunch by myself, 100% would do it. If there wasn't coronavirus, I would go see a movie by myself. Like, I like being alone. But then, oh, it was like my biggest fear. It's just being alone at any point why did I care so much? It was so annoying.
1: I think it's because when you're alone in high school, you're a, it feels like you're an easy target.
0: It does. It feels like it's like the whole world versus you. And it's not even remotely close to being that way, but that's how you build it up in your head. And it's just too much. Like you just, it's just too much. Lunch made me have Ulcers, basically, I remember eating my lunch a couple of times in the bathroom because I was so embarrassed that nobody was in my same lunch period that I was friends with already. And so that made me nervous. Oh, I don't understand. I don't know. And then I didn't like the thought of people watching me eat. That was a whole nother issue. Like, I don't want you to watch me like chew. I just or I don't want you to even look at what I'm eating. So there were so many people who are like, salads only and Diet Coke. And I was like, I'm not you're never going to you couldn't pay me to eat a salad and a Diet Coke. It's never going to happen, like, at all, ever. I need Cheetos. Like, that's – I need Funyuns. Like, that's I'm, that's non-negotiable in my world.
1: Yeah, I don't remember looking at what anyone else was eating. I just, like, got my tray, head down, at my table, eating. I don't remember talking to people. I, like, I obviously sat with people, but I don't remember talking to anyone – I was nervous, like, getting up and dumping the tray because you don't want to go up there at the same time as, like, some really cool upperclassmen and then, like, accidentally spilling cheese sauce all over yourself or something. I don't, just, like, <laughs> stupid stuff like that. I'm like, why was I so worried about that? But, and maybe, like, I'm sure if we ask our husbands, they'd be like, what are you even talking about? Like, they probably, that probably did not even enter. Their mind. I think my husband was the most popular guy the second he walked into wherever he was. Just because it's his personality.
0: Yeah, they don't understand. Like, they don't, they don't, none of this will resonate with them. Like, they didn't worry about these things at all. Like, I can tell you my husband did not worry about these things. Because even if he was made fun of, he wouldn't care. Like, that's the thing is he just didn't
1: care at all. Well, I hoped everybody liked this random walk down memory lane. Oh my God,
0: where did it? Can we even? This is my favorite thing to do. Can we trace where it came from? How did that happen?
1: Uh, we talked about not making our kids do anything this summer. And we talked about what we did during the summer.
0: Okay. Which led to the swim lake.
1: team. like, And then high school somehow. I
0: don't know. I don't know how that happened. It doesn't even matter, but it, it was. It was, you know what? I needed that walk down memory lane. Good thing we're like super cool now as an adult. Like, you know what? Yeah. We didn't peak as kids. So there's that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I might have peaked like two years ago and it's downhill from here.
0: Yeah. I don't, I think my peak was birth. Like it's been, it's been pretty much downhill ever since then, but that's okay. That wraps up another episode of Sarcastic in Suburbia. We love hearing about how much you all are enjoying each episode. Because of that, we highly encourage you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. The more reviews, the more likely other sarcastic listeners like yourselves will be able to find us.
1: Are you following us online yet? You can find us on Instagram at sarcasticinsuburbiapod and on Facebook at sarcasticinsuburbiapodcast. Use the hashtag sharethesarcasm when posting about the podcast so other listeners can find your posts. Is there a specific topic you want us to cover? We want to hear from you. Contact us
0: on our social media pages or feel free to send us an email at sarcasticandsuburbia at
1: gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and continuing to hashtag share the sarcasm with friends. Remember that on Wednesdays we wear pink. And listen to Sarcastic in Suburbia. Bye. See ya.